0: What would you give to be the butt person on the animation team? Like your job is. I would get fired butt artist. by
1: insisting that everything had more butt.
2: I would give anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would put my life on the line for those
1: butts. Yeah. <laughs> there needs, see, that's a reality TV show I would watch. <laughs> Someone was asking me about like, were you the one who recommended this like reality TV show to me? Cause blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I absolutely was not that's not that's not my oeuvre
2: but would you watch one where I competed with nobody to get the butt slot on Jojo's absolutely yes. and I'm so pretty
1: sure I. they would be able to find at least one and a half other people who would be interested in doing it but that. I'm not interested in that no, <laughs> I it. <don't. laughs> I know but okay. I'm just saying I think that it would be great it would be you someone who like is married to a cardboard standee uh <laughs> Something of
2: someone's butt, yeah. yeah, a victor, and
1: then someone, yeah, it would absolutely, uh, and then someone who's had like egregious ass implants. yeah, yeah, okay, it, fine,
2: I want to see this gang, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like the the like token like normie, yes. among them. Like, but I'm like a closet it, butt drawer, yeah.
1: Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's bizarre adventure. I'm Courtney Stan,
0: I'm Darius Kazemi,
1: and I'm Elizabeth Simmons, and today we're here to talk to you about good boys who've done nothing wrong. That's true. But hasn't that been true this whole time,
2: though? <laughs> Isn't that basically just another name for our podcast? That's
1: true. yeah. <laughs> Good boy funny. apologist podcast. So these are... God, how do you explain chocolate in... And dry. Seco means dry. It does not mean sugar, even though I want them to always be named chocolate and sugar. So chocolate and dry makes no sense.
2: For some reason, like I went for a long time, I was like, ah, yes, chocolate and sugar. And now I've changed in my head to chocolate and salt. I will never get (laughs) it right. I will never get it right. And meanwhile, Naranja in my head is 42. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know what's happening.
1: (laughs) So yeah, so Seco is a good boy. Like we we alluded last episode, like, should we, did we talk about, I'm like, look, once you see the gimp suit, you kind of know what's up.
2: He's a very
1: good boy. Yes. He's good
2: good good. Good good good.
1: Good 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 good. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah, Secco like for some reason did not connect with me until I had to be told like Secco is wearing his stand. So like It's like um it's like what's his
0: name? Ice Guy.
1: He's naked in there. Giaccio. Giacchio. Yeah, I can't pronounce any. of I I should never try to speak Italian.
2: Giaccio.
0: Gachio. There we
1: go. So yeah, it's like Gachio where he's just he's naked under there. Yep. Just free balling it. Um, <laughs> but I will. G-
0: my, f- my favorite Tom Petty song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to the Tibetan martial artist, by the yes, way. Yes. Not- yes. And with
1: the crossover hit free balling. <laughs> yep. Yes. I give credit to the animators, though, where they were just like, this needs to be the most ass out character that we've drawn to date. And they really, they do it they got like it's Seko at no point is Seko not sticking his butt out like a like western comic book
2: again this is why cover. Dapio's butt is so small is because they ha- only had a limited butt budget and it, a lot of it wasn't <laughs> yeah now that Juicy Blues is dead <laughs> oh, yeah, they could realot right. it but they've been planning that out and it they were like okay Seco. yeah we can't really worry about Dapio
1: Just all to
0: Seko you- when Chocolata, like, throws baseball pitches, the, uh, oh, the, the, sugar, the sugar cubes, cubes to, to Secco. To yeah, Secco gets treats. It's so good. And Secco has, like, a perfect understanding of, like, Ricochet, which yeah. comes into play later. Yeah, it's so like, what
1: is he? That's not, like, is it air? Is he spitting? What is it? I think he's just really, he's basically doing.
0: He sucked a lot of Stop dick. it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a children's podcast. I was gonna say there he's <laughs>
2: doing with his tongue what Jotaro was teaching Joe to do with his finger. Uh, also, have you uh, seen speaking Seko's, of people who have sucked a lot of dick? Did you right?
0: Did you see Seko's tongue later when yeah, he's like yeah, yeah? How could I not? That tongue see his is tongue. like the size of an arm.
1: <laughs> it's true. I don't know, man. Like I, I, think it's really funny that like this. The last episode, Seko doesn't talk. Right? He just grunts. This yes. oh, and Seko... no, Seko's not the top. <laughs> Sorry, no. that had to be answered.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, obviously not. <laughs> um, God. I'm just... This anyway. is... Because we get that great shot of of Green Day... Or not Green Day, of chocolate oh, right. behind Seco with Seco's ass in the air.
1: Yes. Um, and it's
0: just... The, the
1: turtle boy love statue pose. Yeah, to, to for, our, for, our,
0: for our listeners, there is... I used to live in Worcester, Massachusetts, and in Worcester, in front of City Hall, there is a statue... It's the something fountain. I it's forget. It's not the name called of the it, turtle but, boy. But but everyone love. calls yeah. it the turtle boy statue. And it is a young boy riding a turtle. He's supposed to be riding a turtle in the sort of non-sexual sense of the word, but it really looks like he's riding the turtle in the sexual sense of the word. But like, yeah, like he's mounted it. Like he's smug and he's mounted it from behind. The the turtle's turtle's face face is like screaming and (laughs) the boy's face is smug. Yeah, It's from like 1920. It's like really, yeah. A very wealthy spinster. Yes, a spinster. (laughs) Confirmed bachelor. So now
2: I have a goal in life, Yeah. yeah, which is become rich and successful enough that I can... Find some kind of horny statue.
0: Yeah,
1: horny gay statue. Oh, make obs. it
0: make it chocolata with st- riding secco and
1: yes.
2: First, and I commission it.
0: You commission yeah, it. I, so yeah. it's
1: like not only was she like a Spencer, she was like a weird furry. What's the reptile equivalent? Of, like a like, scaly, a scaly. Courtney? She was a scaly. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was a scaly because like it's not just like it's not like a, a gay statue of like two men romantically embracing. You know, honestly,
2: for all we know, the turtle is a girl, and we are
1: just. We're just
0: hetero it's hetero erasure. Well,
1: it's definitely bestiality. <laughs> hetero bestiality erasure. Let's not, let's not conflate
0: homosexuality with bestiality. No, I think she was That's just something like. Straight people I think do. she was Come just on. like, I fucking hate all you people. Uh <laughs> look at this I'm gonna, forever. And I'm yeah. gonna make you look at this bestiality statue for the rest of your
2: lives. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed it was gay. I'm just like <laughs> Well, I'm like well, in that mindset right now. Like
1: he is. That's the thing is he's he's definitely like a twink. Like it's yeah. it's it's definitely like whoever. It has whoever, a gay vibe to it. I'm sorry. Whoever carved it definitely like. Felt, if the turtle has a stand, then it's gay.
2: Yeah, yeah. If the turtle is a stand, that's what I was gonna say yeah. it could just be the stand. You know, someone, some people could be inside that turtle.
1: Yeah. So really, it's group sex. Yeah. And they're all men, for okay, sure. So wait. So if you have <laughs> sex with the stand turtle, how big is your dick to the people inside the stand turtle? Whoa. Well,
2: okay. <laughs> we can figure this out. We can map this out. We can work. Let's this not.
1: I regret the question.
2: Let's, no. So okay. Oh, no. I think your dick is a norm. No, it's not normal size. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is because you have like that's a crack. I was going to say you could like put your dick over the the window and then it's like huge. huge but I was going to say maybe that's not true if it's in the turtle, though I don't know anything about turtle anatomy. For I am not am And let's not
0: look it up. I'm imagining that scene in American Pie, but a Bakio walks in and it's Mista with the turtle. Oh no. And he gets really embarrassed. Thanks, I hate it. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Delete the whole podcast. And then Giorno <laughs> comes out just <laughs> head to toe dripping because <laughs> scale wise. I'm faking my own death <laughs> yeah. now. See, that's why I tried to pull the question back.
2: Well, you can't you can't take back your responsibility for that last image. I'm sorry. But yeah, okay, I buy it. And, and I mean No, so I actually I'm I'm actually thinking about a,
1: a Bucciolati zipper as well being involved. Yeah. My thing actually literally with the inside of that turtle is I'm, I'm obsessed <laughs> with the artwork in there. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, Me too. I can't stop looking. There's at a I Picasso. Know. I think maybe is it
1: supposed to be one, one of them
2: looks like that. Like afternoon, the pointillism one. Oh yeah. It by It's kind of Surratt. like a smaller
1: version of that. Yeah. yeah.
0: That it's they probably have the original because it's the Mafia, the Turtles. That's like, what I'm saying.
1: That's where they're hiding I'm like, are it. they stashing yeah, artwork in there? Yeah, that's where they stash their, their stolen art. And if only they
0: had
2: put Captain Subasa on the TV in it, we would have known that that's where they were stashing yeah. the like, first prints of it. That's but right. But they didn't yeah. Care.
0: Yeah. Yep. Rohan's painting is probably in there somewhere. The black painting. The black painting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, but yeah, I, de- I assume it's all stolen artwork. Yeah. I was reading that article from a while back about that art thief who was like the one who stole so many artworks in France. Ballsy as hell. Like that he would just literally just sort of like case the places during the day and then like make fake screws. So he would just like go around and unscrew the windows and then like plaster over it with like the same color putty so no one would notice the screws are missing. Some Lubin shit. And I then like it. come back a few days later and just like take the window out, go and take whatever he wanted. And then, like, put the window back up and screw it back in, and then boop, boop, boop. That was it. But his last haul, like, it got too hot, and the guy who was supposed to be selling them it supposedly burned all the paintings. What? But people are like, probably couldn't bring himself to burn, like, $13 million worth of paintings. Probably they're going to resurface in the gray market in, like, three to ten years. I mean,
2: that's what would happen on Lupin, so
1: I assume it's true. But, yeah. Because I like, also, like the guy only robbed paintings that he like emotionally responded to. So it turned, it turned out he he is like, he had a really good eye for value. (laughs) Like he didn't know, like he wouldn't have really any idea. He just like wanted to own them. Yeah. Secco is a good boy. Good, 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 good,
0: good, 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 good. Just the- Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes, 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 They yeah. really, I lo- like, there's so much with like facial expressions in this episode that really convey a lot. I like how they just like weren't afraid to make it weird.
2: I'm so glad that they were allowed two and a half episodes for these two fucking yeah. idiots. To
0: just roam around but, and be terrible. I mean, yeah. these two are canonically the most compatible pair.
1: Yeah. At this point, at this they're, point, they're at the, this the, moment, there. So, so Eliz, I will leave it to you to explain to people who aren't familiar what the metaphor of the red string of fate well, means.
2: Yeah, the red string of fate is just like in Japanese, like romance lore. It just means you're like meant to be together.
1: Yeah, so it's basically like yeah. Mrs. being like, so what are they married like yeah, or, or soulmates? Like soulmates. Yeah. soulmates, sorry.
2: Yeah. Um. And so, so what's instead great, of an
1: AU where your partners first word to you is tattooed somewhere on your body <laughs> instead there's a red line that connects you to yeah, the other person yeah it's like usually like on like your pinky sure like tied Yeah, Um, yeah. I thought you meant the tattoo. And I was like, it's in all kinds of places. Yeah, it can be anywhere. I don't really like that trope that much. Me
2: neither. I read this, well, whatever. Um, (laughs) The one where it was like on Draco's heart or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's always dumb. Yeah.
1: Um, In any case. uh, Sorry if you're into that, but I'm kink shaming you.
2: (laughs) Soulmate AUs are bad. Anyway. (laughs) Moving on, because this is all in the same episode, I'm just going to skip ahead real quick. Sure. So what's really great about this moment when Mist is like, what are they, like, tied by the Red String of Fate? And Bruno's like, they're the most compatible duo they're ever. too compatible. Yeah. And then later in this episode, of course, we have this, like, beautiful, wonderful, perfect moment of Mista and Giorno becoming the gunbuster, m- like, merging, combining.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so, how you help your buddy hold his gun, is you put one hand way low on his hip, yeah. on his um, bare skin, so, there's a few <laughs> things to say about that. Now that I'm here, I will talk about them. But
2: yeah, but so we, so first of all, we see Mista and Jorno being like actually more compatible. Yes. In their stands specifically. And also, so like, no one has to say like they're tied by the red string of faith.
1: Right. They're but soulmates. Like, but like, there's, can, there was like a lot made about how Chocolate and, and Seco's stands, like, they really maximize yeah. each other's stands and they work super well. And, and so that is like an indicator of the fact that they're soulmates. Therefore.
2: Yes. And also, a note. About Jorno and Mista in this moment is that in the manga, Jorno's fingers are actually in Mista's pants.
1: Yeah, and not like a little bit. Like it's like Like, if you walked over to your friend and you're like, here, I'm going to touch your underwear band. But like, so like it's like
2: multiple knuckles are like under
1: under the pants. pants.
2: And in the anime, they changed it so that his hand is just like, resting on his tum
1: well but it's also like i was gonna say it's like his waistband is suddenly way lower yeah i mean it's very intimate regardless
2: yeah but i actually i did a thread about this and if i remember if someone reminds me i will retweet it when this podcast airs but it shows it's all very intentional this is all hand-drawn remember like don't forget that like everything that happens in anime like was done on purpose and like in the blu-ray They raise Mister's pants up so that Jorno's hand is under his pants again, and it matches the manga exactly. Like, so yeah, you're seeing the like a version that is like a little bit censored, um, and I guess they decided to just un censor it um, for the Blu-ray.
0: Also about that scene, uh, there was an interview that I read a a while back with um, some of the animation directors. And the animation director for this episode, Yasuhiro Kimura, was one of the people interviewed. And he, he directed a bunch of the episodes in this season. And uh, the interviewer asked him, what was one of your favorite scenes to animate? And he said, oh, it's this scene with Giorno and Mr. Giorno shooting Mister's gun. And he points out that Mister's bullets usually have a blue streak behind them, but they changed it in this episode for this shot to make it them have a golden streak behind them. Because, because Giorno's inside Giorno. them, yep. which yep. is
2: also proof that
1: Mister's a the bottom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Q-E-D. Fact checked. Back to Chocolata and Seco. So, the deal where Chocolata also clearly has some sort of voyeurism deal where he's like, go record people dying for yeah. me. And then Seko's like, yeah, okay. I think Chocolata has like every deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> the full panel. I really like that. Like, when he's looking at the recording that Secco's made and he's looking at Naranja, his, his takeaway from Naranja is, I can't wait to watch guys like him die. I'm like, I have never related harder. <laughs> <laughs> It is. There's just something about him where I'm just like I don't. Uh, I don't like that you're alive. Um, yeah, we don't like Naranja on this podcast. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh,
0: also, other fact: the uh, the the tower that the helicopter gets tethered to at the mm-hmm. end of the episode. The animation director was complaining. He was like, I couldn't find a tower like that anywhere around that lo- when we were location <laughs> scouting. So I had to like. Pick a tower from a different part of the city and like draw move it, 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 and it, and it. Move it. Bullshit. Yeah,
1: you're saying that this is not a factually accurate representation. Only in wow. that o- one. Only, sense. only in that one. That sense, one. Only, shot. Yeah, that's the only one. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, chocolate and, and Seco Seco, a villain <laughs> Sorry, powered wait. by Sorry, sugar wait. cubes.
2: I'm just imagining them saying that about like part two. Like we couldn't find like a an oil slicked pillar like right in this one spot, so we had to move a different oil slick <laughs> training pillar into this one part of Venice. It's very yeah.
0: frustrating. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that one is actually in the suburbs.
1: So yeah, uh, they do like the horniest duo villain pose in my estimation, just because I don't know forced perspective looks like they're doing it with their clothes on like it's like it's like so obvious it's like boring to talk about but it's Seko's
2: really funny. never wearing clothes what does he look like to non standhavers? that's
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just all well, he's free real balling. real weird he's yeah. an always
1: nude he's yeah he's the opposite of a never nude. yeah he i wonder if he's got like pet play stuff on underneath just so that it like makes sense
0: to non standhavers. Yeah, maybe like, he has a oh. gimp suit under his gimp suit that's
1: totally possible but or he's just naked and just a grown man (laughs) around. we
0: didn't explicitly mention this last episode but Seco is one of Chocolata's former patients and intended victims but they got along well apparently they fell in love
1: yeah Mm -hmm. it was a meat
0: cute Darius Mm -hmm. it's
1: a meat not very cute (laughs) I'm gonna murder you whoops I'm in love with you that's just like the standard gay romance
2: actually it fucking is I know I'll tell you what there's one that I really like recently (laughs) that was that except he does he does murder him and then he regrets it, you know, it's very devil man, Cry yeah, baby, yeah. but it's all that, it's that good shit and then it's like, I want to revive him. It's like, you can't, you can't, you fucked up. Sorry, buddy. Oh, man, it's so fucking good. Anyway, I'm glad Chocolata and Seco get this happy ending. Yeah.
1: <laughs> good for them. So Mista and Buccolati, meanwhile, uh, are trying to, like, not die and run up a staircase so that they're, you know, not in danger of... Uh, got, this mold, is where, like, right. Bruno's like, we're gonna steal a car, go steal a car and Mista's like... Just one, just I'm, one. I'm, I'm fucking trying, dude. Like... Araki must have some kind of staircase anxiety thing,
0: like just low-key. Yeah, this is the third time in the series where someone is trying to walk up a set of stairs and failing somehow. What was the...
1: I, don't, I can remember... I can remember one. It
0: was Bruno in the basement of oh, the Oh, right, uh, yeah. right, the, the time skip. Oh. And then
1: that's, of course, also in reference to Polnareff going to fight Dio. Hey, remember
2: when Caesar was trying to get up the stairs to Wamu and kept falling them? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's four. There you go. At least. At least. And this remember the, how an, there
2: was an escalator one time? <laughs> yeah. Who knows what happened on that? I yeah. don't.
0: <laughs> I just know Mariah was there. That's exactly. all I can remember. But this one's extra reminiscent of Paul Reff on the stairs. Yeah. And yeah, is skipping. trying to walk up and for some reason just not going yeah. anywhere. Up. Yeah.
1: Seko says something that doesn't make sense
0: if you're paying yeah. attention to
1: the timeline where he's like, remember three days ago when they sent Notorious B.I.G. after them? And I'm like, that was literally like this morning. Yeah. Okay, that's because
2: <laughs> Notorious B.I.G. walks really slow. He does. That's true.
1: His user but had but, an amble. Yeah, but they
2: the just boss- sit him down and they're like, by three days having passed, you will have arrived.
0: But they didn't even know that... The, like no oh, one the had boss, decided yeah. to to go against Diavolo until like yesterday.
2: I'm just
1: saying somehow
0: Maybe he used Epitaph new. to figure it yeah, out exactly. Ahead of time, somehow.
1: Right? Maybe Seko's not very good at reading a calendar. I don't Ooh. know.
0: But it's, it's it's one of those weird Can things. Can dogs read calendars? They no. definitely
1: like they planned out so <laughs> much of this like the, the beats of the season and the timing of the season that it's weird to me yeah. that I can't figure that out. I agree. So if there's an explanation, please explain in, you know, our comments. Yeah,
0: I do think it's kind of Interesting how how Seko is like, remember Notorious B I G? And he's like asking he's asking of the questions that we ask right. of the of yeah. the show where it's just like, uh, so if so was that guy dead or alive right. and yeah. would your stand work on it? Right. And Chocolate is like, I don't know, I'm curious too, but whatever, you know? Uh, yeah. And I choose to interpret that as a Rocky's voice to, to his
1: fans. <laughs> well, I also but like the reason why you need to like square that away is because it turns out Green Day doesn't work on Bruno.
0: Right. Right. And be, and Bruno it turns out is dead. dead. Right. Yeah, so that's a corpse.
1: Zombie boy. But yeah, so Jornos literally god. He can revive the dead or at least yeah. prolong your soul pizza from leaving your body. He
2: can also put mist to sleep at will. <laughs>
1: it's I know, yeah, so like they're they I love how it's like very like dad's driving angry energy yeah. where mrs is like, "Hey Bruno." So like huh, and Bruno's just like stone faced not responding and then finally he's like Mist to take a nap, and so Miss is like, "Okay."
2: <laughs> also, Jorno does have a nice moment of cradling Mist's hands tenderly, it's healing
1: him. And then suddenly, finally, Jorno and uh, Bruno have their little convo. So yeah, so yeah. so Bruno's dead, but not dead yet. Yeah, all he the way. like a, his,
0: he has a half life right now. Yeah, sand.
1: Yeah,
2: I really like how the faces are drawn in this scene. Yes. Yeah, they're kind of more like. Drawn the other meaning of drawn, but there are like lots of lines on them. They remind me a lot of the like a part five, the art style of like the Rohan OVAs. Yes. So I
1: suspect that some of the people involved in that were involved in the scene. That makes sense. Uh, and yeah, so this episode ends with them getting away, but then oh no, somehow Chocolate found a. I assume that there's a dead helicopter pilot somewhere
0: now. No, that's the guy they drop on him.
1: Oh, yeah. Duh. Of course. What was I thinking? Yeah. Um, So yeah, (laughs) yeah. So yet another aviation or mass transit uh, driver. Don't pilot a vehicle. Don't don't be in
0: a Courtney. Your job would be a death sentence. I don't have a CDL. I'm fine. (laughs) But yeah, you'd probably just kill Kira.
1: Yeah, I'd back up into him (laughs) all day. Ambulances have backup cameras now too, so like you could really see what you're doing. No, I would not. I would. I would probably lose my job
0: like, <laughs> if you if, if you I, ran over a over. If I killed
1: someone <laughs> but, with the ambulance, but what if you proved that he was a bad hero. person? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: Like he is serial C- killer. Courtney like,
0: Courtney calls me from work. He's like, uh, I killed Hitler today. Uh, just <laughs> I'm traveled fired. back in time with my ambulance, <laughs> and,
1: and I'm and... in jail. <laughs> yeah, like the, you still you're still you're just not supposed to kill people. Yeah, it's
0: not a it's good. The look. opposite of what you're. Yeah, supposed not to a on your good job, look. Right?
1: So yeah, so they have to fight again and then we get the gun pose and everything and it ends I think with them sort of trapping the helicopter in vines and it's like cool now we're gonna fight oh right because they break off so Mista and Jorno are gonna fight Chocolata and since Bruno can't be like harmed by Green Day he's gonna go deal with Seko right
2: which is like a nice bit of storytelling like good job Araki like setting it up so you have a character who can do things.
0: Yeah. You yeah. can, like, go down yeah. and up <laughs> stuff. So I, I do want to talk a little bit about... Because we have... This is the episode with where there's massive body count. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like Rome. lots of civilians die a, in a a this episode. A
1: child and her father both die on screen.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that this is the highest body... I mean, this is... I think, for sure, this is the highest body count so far. To date,
1: yeah. Yeah, well, yep. and, like, because given how fast it's moving, and they're, like, there's, like... I mean, spoiler, they don't like murder all of Rome. The fight just doesn't go on for long enough. But. There's enough population density that it's like I assume it's over a thousand people die.
2: Yeah.
0: I would say hundreds, but still that still puts it at number one. I don't know. Yeah. I was in reading terms terms something recently about like
2: fifteen thousand people living in like a very small amount of space in a city. You we don't know like what the density yeah. is of, of Rome.
0: But and there's no way to find out. And
2: there's no way to find out.
1: But regardless, this is all clearly something Iraqi fabricated and was not based on a real life incident.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so Vento Oreo was written—he started writing it in December 1995, and March 1995 was when the infamous um, sarin nerve gas attacks in the Tokyo subway happened. And for those of you who don't know about this, there was a cult called Aum Shinrikyo. They were this kind of like apocalyptic religious cult, basically. And they believed that like peop- everyone except them was going to hell unless you murdered people. And then the people you murdered would also not go to hell. So you were doing people like a favor by murdering them, basically. Well, and that is really convenient if you yes, like murdering yes, people. It is, God forgives yeah. murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. We've So this arc was started. In the shadow of this event. And this event is like it's in the in the Japanese sort of in recent Japanese history, it's kind of like 9-11 in American recent history. It was like the biggest domestic terrorist attack on Japanese soil. Right. And so this was written in the shadow of that. And and you can tell like with Fugo's stand, which can like go out of control and like kill everybody, and is literally like nerve gas, gas, basically. And then with this stand, the mold stand, which is kind of like what would happen if Fugo had no morals, basically, and just like let himself go completely, Um, uh, that you'd get Chocolata. This particular arc was written in ninety-eight, so three years after the um after the attacks, because these arcs take a long time for Iraqi to write. Still, you know, it's 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 like it's as though it was two thousand four and someone made a movie where buildings fell and planes crashed. Right. You know, it's like it's it's obvious if you were alive and and Japanese back then, like what this was like referencing. Yeah. Good to, to know yeah I just wanted to mention that that is like uh, a huge and it's and it's a huge thing on this whole arc like you see a lot more civilian deaths in part five than just generally like with um yeah. the, the guy who makes old babies
2: yeah uh, yeah, you know, yeah and it's thing, al- right? and that's also like something that spreads on transportation yeah exactly yeah.
0: like compared to previous parts there's so many more civilian deaths uh, yeah. and, I, and I think it really has to do with the fact that this is like a post Tokyo subway attack um, arc.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, and it's interesting to think about. And I've got no other notes, so we're going to end on that—that
0: <laughs> that somber note. Yes. Yeah, my
1: my only last note,
2: but we already said it is. Fuck yes, compatible duo, red yeah. string of fate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and that's honestly that's sort of like a classic, like wink slash. It's not like no homo, but it's also not like yes. But these, it's just it's like I'm going to put this information here. You know and, what it is? Hmm. It's good writing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like sort of it's like getting you thinking about that kind of thing and yeah. then showing you yeah. the main characters doing that yeah so it's show
2: not tell yeah it's good shit it's really it's well done so yeah. but also it's yeah it's the that beautiful layered gay storytelling when you aren't gonna say it's straight out it's just it's beautiful <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora, Aura, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at Explain JoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Seco would leave for sugar cubes.